Hello and welcome back to the Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. Uh, so we had a, a week off for uh, July 4th um, to celebrate the rebellion somehow. Independence Day. That Oh, that's what you call it, Independence Day. Um, so we took a little it's time off. It's not treason if you won. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess uh, you could see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> So many different stories could have happened if they people had won. Um, but we, we spent some time off uh, up in the mountains uh, of Arizona with our family and just watched a bunch of 80s movies and uh, drank wine. Um, so I hope everybody else uh, who was in uh, America and, and wasn't a traitor, um, well, I guess you all the traitors, enjoyed your traitor's day. Says the one living in America. Trying to take it back. Mm, sure. Square good. foot by square foot. Good luck with that. Um, okay, so if this is the first time that you are listening to us, where have you all been? Uh, this is episode 26 or 27. In the 20s, yep. In the, in the mid to high 20s. I'm, I wish I was in the mid to high 20s now. Um But uh, yeah, so we are a husband and wife combo. Uh, I am British, clearly, by my um, frustration with how the the rebellion ended. And uh, the Duchess is uh, American and a passionate fan of the the royal family. So we uh, we talk about uh, everything royal family. We have a great structure and we have a topic at the towards the back end and we have a great topic which is very summer holidays and summer vacations themed um additionally duchess do you want to take this where else can you find us uh yes well we're on social media so you can find us on instagram now on tiktok and threads <laughs> um, we're moving up in the world and youtube and shorts oh yes yep you know youtube shorts it, it really does sound like something that you should be wearing yeah I can see that. Well, maybe they have YouTube branded shorts. I'm sure they do. Like swim shorts. Um, but yes, so you can find us there at Dutch, D-U-C-H, and Baron. Um, and we post a lot on there just of like everyday things the royals do or just fun little things that we come up with. And the biggest news, yes, we're on threads. Um, <laughs> what is it with like all the social media, like threads, shorts? It's all Threads clothing. is supposed to be. It's Twitter. Well, it's a positive. It's supposed to be positive. Twitter, yeah. I think, basically, because Twitter's become very negative. So Yeah, we'll see how they place that. Um, but no, the biggest news is we now have an official website. So we are we still are on Substack where you can find the podcast. We will be migrating within the next couple of weeks over to our website. And our website is Dutch, D-U-C-H, and Baron.com. That's right. We got .com. Not one of these dot io or dot nets we've got dot com um, and on the website you can find our uh, blogs we've got some every podcast that we do is going to be followed up with a blog as well so it goes into a little bit more detail that's a new thing yeah starting was, uh, with this episode i guess because we have not done that before i know yeah exactly but it, it kind of gives you a little bit more background so we get our research from uh and additionally there are um merchandise that we have some cool t-shirts one of my favorite is well actually this is the duchess's idea um which was recollections may vary t-shirt um and we have the firm sweaters and hoodies and mugs and 
Some polo ones. Royal Some polos. Polo. Oh, Royal Polo. We have our own polo brand. It's the summer theme. It is. It is. So lots of good stuff on there. Check it out. Um, we, we really wanted to. We've been enjoying doing this podcast for the last six months, doing the Instagram. We love this community. Everybody's very positive, um, which uh, you don't find that often um, in in kind of social media. So we've really enjoyed it. We just want to formalize it a bit. So if you have any ideas or things that you want to be on there, um, you can contact us or, or get involved. And if you want to be on the show, just reach out to us. We're always, always looking for guests rather than just my family members. Um, so with that, I, I think I've, I've got everything there. Mm-hmm. Duchess. Yep. Um, oh, we will be, you know, if, if, if you do remember listening to us from the beginning, we did Royal Co- Cocktails. Um, we will start touching, make some of these um, for better or worse and see how they come out. <laughs> and we'll put those uh, recipes uh, on the website as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, um, I guess, get right to it. So today we will start off with our Royal Day in History or on this day. And then we'll go into Royal Events and what is our topic of the week. Um, yeah, I guess I should actually tell it, right? Just because <laughs> yeah. so, people might be interested. Um, it is Disney and the Royals. Ooh. And we will Anything be having... Anything particular? We're going to talk about influences, similarities, um, where those influences may cross over. Um, and also we have a family feud trivia, or the Baron, myself. <laughs> the Baron, I sound like Craig David speaking in the third person. I have a, a family feud trivia section for you. I'd be interested to see if you can uh, win. Um, I don't know what you can win. Maybe some merchandise from the website. How about that? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, yes, and I think this was inspired by we just booked our Disneyland tickets. So we're very excited. So we're in a, the Disney mood lately. I'd, I'd say where oh, we are. Um, the Baron's never been to Disneyland, so he should be very excited. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, let's get into it. So we are recording on Monday, July 10th. Um, So our royal event of the day is July 10th, 2019. Baron, can you guess what it was? July 10th, 2019? Yep, four years ago now. Oh. Harry and Meghan's wedding? No. Oh. But Harry is in it. Um, okay. Yeah. Give, give me another. Uh, I mean, the only other hint or Jubilee? clue I give you. No, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so the Duke of Cambridge, the then Duke of Cambridge and Duke of Sussex took part in the King Power Royal Charity Polo Day. Ah. Yeah. So they were on different teams. So what a competition. Maybe foreshadowing then. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yes, so this took place at Billing Bear Polo Club in Berkshire. Berkshire. Bark. Remember, it's spelled, it's yeah, said silly. It's an E, but okay. Um, so the charity match helped raise funds and awareness for charity supported by the Royal Highnesses, including African Parks, the English School Swimming Association, Fields and Trust, the Household Calvary Operational Casualties Fund, the Invictus Games Foundation, it goes on and on, um, but there's many that it supported. And also who attended did not play. So the Prince of Wales and Prince Harry, or yeah, Prince Harry were on different teams. Um, but who also attended, not playing, was the then Duchess of Cambridge. So Kate, the Duchess of Sussex, 
Meghan, Prince George, Princess Charlotte, Prince Louis, and Archie at the time, Archie Mountbatten Windsor. So now he's Prince Archie, right? Um, but yeah, so you can see, I think a lot of people say this is one, I think things were really breaking up between the two parties, if you know, if, if that's how you would say it, but you can see here. So I don't think Megan was supposed to go, um, but she showed up with Archie and she's just holding him the whole time. I know I've seen some comments that, that were saying, um, why isn't she putting him like in a carrier or something? And I guess it was really hot that day as well. Um, so holding a baby in the heat, um, I guess there was some feud and tension there. N not, not with Kate, but just, you know, people... Stroller? Not that we saw in the photos, and I and I think at least the ones I've seen, she's just carrying the baby the whole time. But you would think so. He was born what in May, I believe. Yeah, so he's a so he's just born. a little baby. But um, yeah, and then you can see Kate there with her three babies, um, and they're supposed to be looking like they're all having a grand time. Um, but of course, after people were saying these are when. You could tell the tension and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it would have been around about this time, right? Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. think so. Um, and yeah, I don't think Megan was supposed to be there, and then she popped up um, with Archie, who was just a little peanut there. Um, and yeah, I guess it was a warm day. But guess who won? Guess whose team won the, the polo match? Williams. Yes, you are correct. How did you know? Um, just a guess. No, I, I I get the uh, opinion maybe he's a better polo oh. player, and, and the reason why. Um, well, did you know? So Prince Harry has started his own polo thing in Santa Barbara. Oh, has he? Yeah, I I can get more details about you. Well, um, here, so this was on June twelfth, twenty twenty two. So after he went to Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee. He was seen making a return to the polo grounds in California. Um, but he was competing at a polo club in Santa Barbara. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, so he's on a specific team. Let's see what it's called. Um, doesn't say here Rifters what it's United. called. But, I mean, there, I mean, he, in this particular photo, he does not look good as Prince William did the other day when he was playing polo. But maybe it's just a bad photo. Photo they got of him. Color does too well for him. Yeah, but you yeah. You missed my joke. Oh, sorry, I missed it. Grifters United. Oh, oh nice. Funny. Always grifting. We, we need to have a laugh um, sound on here. Oh, nope, oh, that's not it. Um, oh, Jeez, a lot but, of succession soundtracks. But yeah, and Meghan Markle was actually seen cheering her husband on from the sidelines of the polo field as well for his team. So um, yeah, she was there. She had a lemonade in hand. But oh, so he's on the Los Los Padres polo team. Um, yeah, and under the name Harry Wales. Uh, but yeah, so he he's part of a cool uh, polo you know, team. Uh, um, we did a a little bit of a. So, I mean, I'm sure he's decent. No, I'm sure he's bloody good, yeah. Just I, I just think William's probably better. Yeah, he just doesn't look as good as William on a horse, at least in these photos we're seeing. Maybe that just shows the difference of, like, but the I think UK and American polo. <laughs> just doesn't look as grand, these photos. No, it, it, it doesn't, right? I think that's... Like, they're not even wearing collared shirts. I believe they do. Um, 
in the UK, or they're they're just a lot more smart looking, I guess you would call it. Um, yeah, yes. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. No, um, so look, I was thinking maybe we should do. We we did a little bit of a, a video mashup on the website. It's what is one of kind of the featured things that we did uh, on the homepage. Let's do a, a polo uh, episode. I don't know too much about the history. It's 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 an interesting sport. Um, I mean, do you know the rules, or do you know no. the the? I- I don't know anything about polo. Every time I put polo into Google, it comes up with water polo. I don't know if that's just an American thing or where we live or um, or or if water polo is more popular here. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely that. Um, it was definitely a thing in the OC. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, look, well let's, do a, let's do an episode probably in the next couple of weeks on polo. I think it'll be good content um, and, and stuff that I don't really know too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do a blog post as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that's a, that's a good one. That's a good. That's a good day in history. Yeah. So next we'll go on to our royal events of the week. So the first we have so Wimbledon started this past week, um, and we were hoping to see sighting of the royals. Um, and we actually saw the Princess of Wales on July Fourth, Independence Day. Um, and I don't think we expected to see her that early because usually the royals come out later on, like in the semis or finals or whatnot. You know. I don't know if they're more exciting, um, but later on. But but she did attend, um, and she is patron, as I think we mentioned in the last. LTA is it? Uh, is it LTA? Lawn Tennis Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a long title. Um, so yeah, so she attended Wimbledon, and she sat in the royal box with Roger Federer. She met with um, some people, you know part of the association that she's patron of and things like that. Um, but she did wear, and I think it's been a controversial outfit. Um, it was a very 80s vibe. People definitely thought she was channeling Diana vibes. Um, and I'm going to show the Baron here shortly what she was wearing. But she wore a Balmain, I hope I'm saying that right, blazer, Mulberry England purse, Gianvito Rossi shoes, and Shyla London earrings. Um and, it, and it's like a light green blazer with a white skirt. I don't know if it's like a full dress or skirt. I can't tell. But there's like buttons on the blazer. So it is very 80s because I think she's also wearing shoulder pads. Did you post it on the Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll show the Baron oh, yeah. here. Um, and there was just, yeah, very split on if people liked it. I think we did a poll and there was more not sure or not their faves. Then they loved it. I um, I I personally like it. I mean, I think it's very Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, her green match, the green of Wimbledon. Well, the, the green of Wimbledon's more of like a a, a royal green, but it, it's within that kind of semantic field, right? Of colors. I don't think that's the right phrasing. I I think it's like it's it, it's smart. It yeah no it, it I think it's great. Um, the, the Chandler Diana stuff. Geez, you are anything that's a little bit eighties. I mean, she's always going to be compared to Diana and and everybody within that. So I, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, well, channeling well, Di- it's channeling anybody well, from no. the eighties. So Diana had a very similar outfit. Um, oh, let me okay. show you. And uh, for the listeners, it's like a is it like a key lime pie type of color. Uh, oh, so this one that they're trying to kind of say, which you can see, so. She's wearing a little bit darker green than um, yeah, Kate yeah, is, I but I yeah, I mean it is very similar. But um, which I, I just think that color of 
green doesn't really look good on anybody. Um, I, I don't think it's a. I don't. I don't think whatever your complexion is, I don't think it it will look good. Um, yeah. You don't see many people wear that color either. No. Key lime pie green. Yeah. No, but and I and I think her team is smart to sometimes channel the Princess Diana right because they're going to automatically get um, kudos for that. So every here and again we see it. Um, but going along those lines, so James Middleton, who is Kate's brother, he had some baby news that him and his wife, I believe, are expecting their first baby. So that's exciting. So a cousin for the Wales kids as well as Pippa's kids. I don't know much um, about James Middleton. Well, that is Kate's younger brother. <laughs> um, yeah, and he is married to... Alizé, I hope I'm uh, saying Alizé, the French actress. Alizé Thevenet, I am probably not saying that right at all. Um, no, no, no. Uh, um, uh, I, th- I think it's yeah, Alizé. So, so he's the youngest of, and it's probably going to be Thevenet. Yeah, sure. Um, but he is the youngest, the younger brother of the Princess of Wales and Pippa Matthews. Um, so yeah, so that'll be exciting. Another Middleton baby, a cousin for the whales. So um, for the, I mean, maybe we should do a post on this. For for the listeners, um, search um, James Middleton in your Googles and uh, do it now. <laughs> and you all think, um, comes to mind, Fantastic Beasts Dumbledore, a.k.a. Jude Law. Jude Law. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, I can see it. So the, the what I, I mean, just that's so a pretty good good uh, look alike to have. Jude Law. Well, it's similar. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot going on that's very similar. Um, but uh, I just showed uh, the the Duchess James Middleton at a GQ event um, with a, a a velvet velvet. How is it called? A what the hell is that material called? Velvet. Velvet. Mm-hmm. I guess it's velvet. Um, burgundy suit with black bow tie. Um, yeah. Never, never knew she had a little brother. Y- you never knew that? Oh, Did you know about knew. Pippa? I knew about Pippa, yeah. Yeah, there's three of them. Um, yeah, so exciting news for them. And they were also seen at Wimbledon the other day. Um, and Pippa looks a little bit like... Uh, What's her name? Vikander. Emily, is it Emily Vikander or? I don't know who that is. Alicia Vikander. Yeah, you do. See, see the one that's that's Pippa. Yeah, I know what Pippa looks like. I don't know who Alicia Vikander. Oh, I, I can see it a little bit. I think it's the bridge of the nose. Yeah. I can see it a little bit. Okay. I can see it a lot. I think I've just nailed. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ridiculous. <laughs> There's a picture <laughs> of Jude Law with well, Alicia Vikander. Gosh, we might have to. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, are you done staring at the Middleton siblings? The last thing I'll say on this, I always thought Alicia Vikander should have played Belle in the um, the what the hell live action version. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Instead of Emma Watson. Yeah, I like Emma Watson. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just think uh, she doesn't look. Like Belle mm. in the, the cartoon. Mm. 
Um, no comment for me on that one. Okay. Well, we're not in court. <laughs> hey, Emma Watson can be watching, and I think she did a fabulous job. Well, if she's watching, she's watching a black screen. Or <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so should we go on to our next royal event? Let's. Okay, so last week was also a big week for King Charles and Queen Camilla. So they went to Edinburgh during their first Hollywood week of the new reign. So known as Royal Week. We also talked about this in the last episode. And the Baron was asking how popular it would be. But there were like lots of people showed up and were very excited um, to greet them and see them. Um, so yeah, so Hollywood Week or Royal Week, um, it's basically an annual visit that celebrates Scottish culture and the king and queen attend a wide variety of, of events across the country. So um, this specific one, we're not going to go through every single one they did, but we'll go through a few. Um, so let's see. Um, so he, so just the king, uh, Queen Camilla, did not attend this ceremony, but the royal ceremony of keys. So the opening ceremony for Hollywood Week, where he was handed the keys to the city of Edinburgh. Um, and this was just like a very important moment just because previously that's what his mother, the late Queen Elizabeth II would do. So it was his first time to, you know, officially, I guess, open the ceremony. Um, And then he also, so this was also close to the Queen's heart and I'm sure the rest of the royal family, but he did have his first visit to the ship since it's decommissioned in 1997. So the Royal Yacht Britannia, um so it played a i think if you've seen the crown and i'm not saying it's all true but it is (laughs) but you know the pivotal role that it played in the life of queen elizabeth the duke of edinburgh and just the family it was their home away from home and i think they spent a lot of times there so i'm sure it was a very special moment for charles nostalgic right yeah so you said it was the first time since it's been decommissioned Mm -hmm, that he visited there and we saw johnny his equerry always nice I mean, I think Johnny's technically always there, but there are some photos of him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then on Tuesday, he had a visit to the Jubilee Gates that were installed at the entrance to Abbey Yard to to mark his mother, Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee. Um, So later, the King, Queen, and Princess Royal, so Princess Anne, welcomed guests to a garden party at the Palace of Holyrood House. So that was a fun event, another garden party. And they they all looked very good and dashing and it was raining um i believe the queen was wearing white as well but she did have an umbrella so so that, should we talk a little bit more about the um because i said i i didn't know how popular this coronation was going to be yeah we can um i have a, a few couple events after and then we can get to that at the end sure let's do that um Yeah, and then they did have some events to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the NHS that I will actually get to a little bit later because we do have a section just on the NHS. Um, Let's see, what else? And then on Wednesday, so the king was presented with the Honours of Scotland, unofficially known as the Scottish Crown Jewels. So there was the service of Thanksgiving at St. Giles Cathedral. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it sounds right. Okay. How are you spelling it? G-I-L-E-S. Yeah, Giles. St. Giles Cathedral. So that so that basically this was like the Scottish coronation for the king, if, you know, as you may say. Um, but he was joined with Queen Camilla as well as Prince William and the Princess of Wales. And in Scotland, they're known as the Duke and Duchess of Rothsey. Is 
that you said? I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not familiar with the pronunciation, but yeah. I think you're right. Rothsey. Um, so the Duchess of Rothsey. Uh, Princess Catherine wore a coat dress by Catherine Walker London, a hat by Philip Treacy, shoes by Emmy London, and a necklace from Queen Elizabeth II's collection. Um, so we saw them there, and uh, I believe the king... So, so yeah, it, it was kind of like a second coronation, the Scottish coronation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you saw, you know, it had a procession, so you can see all the fans. And, and I mean, that's a lot. I'm showing the bear in the photos right now. Um, they go through the Cine Center, traveled from Edinburgh Castle to the cathedral. Um, and then you can see him with the crown there, the crown jewels, kind of that whole ceremony again. Um, and then the Prince and Princess of Wales there. And then the service was followed by a 21-gun salute from Edinburgh Castle and a fly past by the Red Arrows. Um, so obviously, I mean... It's still a big scale, but from what I saw, not the same scale as what they obviously yeah. had in, in, in England and in London. So, um, so yeah, so that was kind of a few events that they had in Scotland, but I think the service of Thanksgiving was the biggest. And why is it called the service of Thanksgiving? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it was a big week for them last week, and um, it was nice to see everyone together. There was also, uh, I think, um, pros and people that were that loved the Princess of Wales look, and people that strongly d- did not like her look. So another controversial um, look. I mean, I, I I thought it was appropriate. For the event, you can see it here, especially with the necklace. It kind of just gives it that um, wow factor. But I will say, which someone did point out, I I believe the king bestowed the Princess of Wales. She was allowed to wear ceremonial robes to the coronation Uh um, for his London coronation. I guess that's what you'd call it. But for the Scottish one, she did not. She did wear blue, which is the same you know, color for Scotland and everything like that. So there is that representation, but it was interesting that he did not let her, I don't, I don't think let's the right word, but because um, as you can see in the photos, she does kind of stand out yeah. yeah, in a good way, not in a bad way, right? But it's supposed to be about the king. But my eye, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I agree your, with you. your eyes go to her, don't they? Because Always. they're... No, but they're wearing, you know, black, dark colors, and hers, I mean, it's still a dark bluish color, but it's different than the rest of them. So so, so that was interesting. Um, Let, let's talk a little bit about this picture then. So um, uh, what the Duchess is showing me, did we post this on the uh, Insta? Not this specific photo, but we did post photos of the event, yes. So uh, this particular, you're right, it absolutely, it's like the, the Scottish blue, It's it's a little bit more... Um, it's a royal blue, but it is quite, it's a vibrant, mm-hmm. um, is the best way. It's even got a little bit of a shine to it. Mm-hmm. But definitely the, the hat does. But I, th- I think it's a beautiful um, ensemble. Ensemble? Ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you said uh, Charles didn't bestow the... Um, yeah, so I think I read, and I don't know the exact details, but I think I read with the coronation, 
he basically allowed her, allowed to, her to wear some ceremonial robes because I don't think technically she has those those titles. Yeah, those yet. Yeah. Um. So here's my thing with this. I don't think Charles has anything to do with that. Um, who and, and would? I, I think it's institution. Like, I think it. And and um, if you remember back to, oh, I'm going to quote the crown here. Um, we 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 mentioned. Uh, oh, gosh. There's Johnny. Sorry, we'll point out. Keep going. <laughs> Um, what was uh, I'm trying to think of the oh, the, the names escaping me now, but one of the more senior uh, courtiers or advisors mm-hmm. was very much about uh, Margaret with the Queen saying, you know, this is you, you, she can't remarry and and all this and, and and so on. Well, no, she can't remarry, but can't marry somebody that's uh, been divorced. I think it's that I don't think yeah. the royals have that tradition knowledge. Mm-hmm. Well, who, who, whoever's decision it was, it is an interesting one it, to it have is. her I, wear robes for the London one, not and the not the other. I, I agree. I, and I don't think Charles has anything to do with that because um, I, I, I think it's like, um, okay, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. M- maybe a business. Mm-hmm. So let's say Charles is a CEO, but would he know how to do quarterly reports? Uh, I mean, he may do, but let's say HR policies. Maybe he's really into fashion. Maybe, 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 maybe it's just come out since he's gone to get, Um But he, he wouldn't know how to write HR policies, right? Your, your HR director would do. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to traditional clothing. What what do you wear? You you have those people that work in the um, in Buckingham Palace. They'll say, "This is our recommendation." And, and this is why we're doing it. And he'll be like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I can 100% agree with you. It, it, it almost not, I won't say it hasn't backfired because it's not really anything. But when you're right, if you were to look at this picture and you were from a different planet and you didn't know who these individuals would be, you, you'd be drawn to um, Kate. Kate. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Um, if anyone knows more about it or just has thoughts, um, please let us know, and and we'll talk about it in the next episode. Um, so our next event, so there was a polo match this week, separate from the uh, Royal Day in History, uh, but we saw Prince William playing polo again. Um, so the Prince and Princess of Wales were at the Royal Charity Polo Cup at Guards Polo Club at Win- in Windsor. So the Prince of Wales was playing, um, and the Princess of Wales was there watching him, I believe, um, what's his name? Peter Phillips? Yeah. Peter Phillips was there um, chatting it up with, with Catherine. Um, but it looked like Lafa and choosing a glass of champagne. So looked like she was having a good time. And she didn't have to bring her kids. So what a nice day for her. Another controversial. I feel like all her outfits have been controversial lately. And I don't know why. Um, what, what are people expecting her to wear? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like I think more people like this than the previous outfits. It didn't have any shoulder pads, and it was a bit more, I guess, less eighties, if if that's what you'll say. But she wore a Beulah London dress, Mulberry England purse, and Camilla Elphick shoes. So I'm just gonna show the Baron real fast if he wants to see what she was wearing. Okay, so what the hell's wrong with this? It's beautiful. I I think more people liked it than not. So I think it was more of a win than the other two outfits. It's just 
It's a classic. It's a nice summer dress, right? Um, yeah, I can't. I, I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to critique that in any way. It's. Oh, it's cracking. In, in in fact, it's one of the, the one of the nicest things I've seen all year. <laughs> wow, look at you! No, I think it's a terrific choice. It's just quite simple. It's elegant. It's light. It's. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, well done, her. Um, uh, and this is interesting. Um, we have uh, we have some answers to our questions that we gave to um, well coming up the fashion blog. Oh yes, we don't have the answers. We yet. don't have the answers yet, but we, we, we you they'll know, be coming up next week. Next week, we, we, so we, we do talk about fashion. Yes, a, a decent amount. Um, and this is this is just a question for you, Duchess. Is is there anything on Instagram that you see from kind of within the community where they've done Kate? Through the, I mean, how long has she been part of? I guess the royal. Yeah, like 2011. Yeah, yeah, they'll do like sure. Kate when she started out. Like now, t- yeah, 2004. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was in the 2003. Probably when she started. Two- dating I mean, 2011. I think is when they got engaged. Got married and married. 2011. Married, yes, but they probably started dating around what 2000. Yeah, but I think most people really start at 2011 because that's really probably when the. Oh yeah, the but what I'm saying is like, so if you think uh, in the last 20 years. If you see her style change, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what that looks like. Yeah, there's definitely I've definitely seen videos. And I'm not sure she's a she's a mother, right? It, yeah. So that that changes Slow. things. Um, but yes, so for this particular charity polo club, um, this event has raised more than twelve million pounds um, over the years, and the benefic- beneficiaries this year. So I'll just say some of them. Um, but we have Air Ambulance, Centerpoint UK, Mountain Rescue England and Wales, Foundling Museum, the Forward Trust, Baby Basics. Um, so some of those we have heard before where the prince and princess are either patrons of or they do actively um, do visits right. and, and work with those uh, charities. So that's really good to see. And Prince William, his team, won again. And didn't it get awarded like a, it was like a trophy, but it had something on it like a te- uh, cuddly toy? Yeah, I'm not sure what that was. What that was well, for? I'm guessing it was because of the charity, right? It was yeah. probably something. Yeah, but um, he gave a nice little kiss. Him and him and Kate gave a nice little cheek kiss mm, and hugs. So yeah, yeah, it was nice seeing seeing that side of them. Um, and then next we'll go into so it was a big. Um, anniversary for the NHS. Do you know how long the NHS been around? What anniversary um, it was? So I think it's from Florence Nightingale, right? She created the NHS. Um, You're British. I feel like you should know this. Uh, and so I think it was from from Florence Nightingale. I, th- I think that's where it came to. And maybe I'm, I'm going to say, gosh, it could be completely wrong. It was either during like the first world war so either around like 1919 or i'm gonna say something like 1890 it was a 75th anniversary so not so 75 years um so the royal family um marked it with a lot of them visited and so i'll just go through each one of them so the king and queen on the eve of the anniversary the king and queen met patients and staff at the royal 
Infirmary of Edinburgh, which serves more than 850,000 people. So their majesties visited the Elderly Meaningful Activity Center, which helps occupy elderly patients undergoing treatment in order to improve mental health outcomes. Um, And also the queen spoke to new parents in the neonatal ward about their treatment. Um, So yeah, so that was nice. And I think they're cutting a a little cake and having some cupcakes. Fun day for them. Um, and then we also have, so the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh, they attended a national service to mark the annu- anniversary at Westminster Abbey. So you can see them singing. Um, the George Cross. I wonder who's the best singer in the royal family. If there's, uh, I don't know. that question is, who's, who's got the best lungs or do they all just lips, uh, uh what's it called? Lip sync. Lip sync. Um, the George Cross, which was awarded to all NHS staff past and present in recognition of their service, including the exceptional efforts of NHS staff across the country during the COVID-19 pandemic, had pride of place at the service. So last year, the award was presented by Queen Elizabeth. Let's look at that nice photo. Um so yeah, so that was great to see. Also, the Duchess of Edinburgh, same day, later opened a new training academy for nurses, midwives, and allied healthcare professionals based at King's College Hospital NHS Foundation Trust. Um, so she was very busy that day. Look at her cutting another cake. Y'all like cake over there. <laughs> Surprised you didn't throw it in the, <laughs> the sea. Um, so we also had the Prince and Princess of Wales. So, um, ahead of the anniversary, they hosted a tea party for NHS Charities Together, a network of over 230 NHS charities across the UK, which worked together to help the NHS go further for staff and patients. So, you can see them frosting some cupcakes there, and they surprised the NHS staff and patients um, at the NHS big tea party. Oh, wait, so they didn't know they were coming? No. So, isn't that fun? Imagine just like... I would have been like, oh, didn't I didn't put my right outfit on. Um, oh my God, these guys are so busy. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and they had the infamous question of jam or cream first. What do you put? Um, I'd probably do the jam first. Oh, that's what, I think that's what Catherine said as well. And there was an uproar I saw on Instagram that they said you put cream first. I, I mean, I'm not British, so I don't I'm have a thinking. part in this. But I'm pretty sure Catherine said jam and then cream, and there was an uproar. I was thinking on the molecular structure of the two, and jam makes more mm-hmm. sense. Um, and then we also have the Princess Royal. So she opened the Royal Hospital for Children and Young People and Department of Clinical Neurosciences. So she had that visit. So, yeah, they were all out and about that day. Yeah, I, I know Sophie's one of your favorites, but I think she's becoming one of mine as well. Yeah, I mean, um, she does a lot. She's really stepped up. I think I saw, now that we're on TikTok, we're watching those TikTok videos, right? I think I saw something. It was like a TikTok of Megan, and then like Sophie just comes in, and it's like when your basically replacement is better than you. I was like, oh, snap. I, I was going to say, I mean, um, not that Andrew did a huge amount, um, but I think you make a bigger point about Harry and Megan. Um, I think obviously there was so much hope for Harry and Meghan to kind of take a, a, another um, step forward for the royals and, and kind of do more more peace, just making them more relevant. I think that was a, a big opportunity that was missed. Um, but on, on the flip side, I think you have particularly Sophie over 
Edward. I mean, Edward's doing more with Duke of Edinburgh and mm-hmm. um, Earth. What do you call it? Earth thing that he went to see. Duke of Edinburgh Earthshot is Earthshot. That that's nothing to do no, with him. That that's Williams. Oh okay. Anyway, um, you, you have the opportunity for people to kind of move in, and I think Sophie seems to have done. Yeah, she's an uh, amazing, a, a, a lot. amazing, and I think you know even her wardrobe and her hair and makeup feel like it's been amped up. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yes. So last but not least, so today, July tenth. Uh, we had Mr. President Biden visit the king at Windsor Castle. Sleepy Joe. Yes. Um, yeah. So he visited him. They met. Uh, they did, I think, inspect the, the guards, um, you know, kind yeah, of like yeah. a little inspection. And, and this was really interesting in particular. Um, again, saw this on TikTok. Um, but there was videos, of course, with uh, Joe and um, the king. And you see, like, Joe walking in front of the king, which Trump did as well, in front of the queen. And everyone's like, no, that's a big no-no. You do not walk in front of the oh, monarch sure. at the time. I, I, I noticed um, that as well. But, yeah, so he's just walking, like, right in front of him. And I think that's a big no-no. And then I think the other thing was, um, I think he kept, like, patting the king on the back or kind of having his hand on, like, his back. Mm. Um, and I also saw that was a no-no. But I also did – some people said it was okay. So I'm not exactly sure on that, but I think it's well, against protocol. They seem to protocol. have quite a lot of yeah, but Americans don't care. No, honestly, I'm being serious. Like they they, they won't yeah. care, and I think. It, do, you, do you think it's more of like a show of power? Like they're like, I'm going to do this because. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I think it's more. Um, I don't think this is a tradition that needs to be a tradition. I think it kind of moves with the time. It just kind of shows that they've got a closer relationship. I think it's better that they do that. And I think if Biden actually did that, it's, an, it's a bad thing. I actually thought there was a lot of pictures where they were laughing together. And like, it looked like they were genuinely laughing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was good. Do you, do you know why? Um, so, so sorry. This just says Vandy Fair said that contrary to some reports, um, uh, Charles was entirely happy with Biden taking hold of his arm. So that was not against protocol. It was just a slap on the ass that it didn't like. But I don't know about the walking in front of the monarch. Well, you'd expect them to be just side by side, really, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, it's interesting, because the, the video I saw, um, when Trump's in front of the queen, you see her kind of, like, coming up beside him, right? So she does make a statement to, to kind of come up and then walk beside him, where the king... Does, Hung back. Yeah, doesn't try to. Um, but, but just something I noticed. But I'm um, sorry, continue with what do, do you, you know were what, saying. Do you know why he was there? What was the actual occasion? Because um, I'm sure it, it has to be something that's important. He's not just going to visit the, the king. Is he going to visit Rushi as well? Yeah, he did. He okay. he, he did. I, I believe I'm he... I'm talking about Ukraine and Yeah, yeah. He, he did in the morning. He he met with the prime minister. So, yes. Okay, okay. Yep. And I, I guess it's... Um, and I believe he's, he's going... First state visit since... Well, because uh, Jill went to the coronation, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And did he go? Did Biden go to the funeral? Did he? I imagine he did, right? Um, let me double check on that. I think he did. Yep, he did. He did. But he did not go to the coronation. But no president has ever actually gone, no U.S. president has ever gone to the coronation. So. Okay. So well, there's only been really one 
two prior to that that they could have made. I don't know. Maybe a couple more. Um, but yes. So yeah, he met with King Charles and the Prime Minister. So it was it. Um, but yeah, so this says he met with them and had a sit down before heading for a NATO summit. Okay. So I'm sure they talked about lots of important yeah. things. But yeah, the some NATO good, summit's in Lithuania. Lithuania. So um, yeah, so that is everything for our royal events. We will take a quick break and then come back. Okay, so we're back. Um, so and, uh, we're going to talk about the, the main event or the main topic, which is Disney. Um, but before we do, I did want to come back to the uh, Scottish coronation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Not My King and the, the protesters that were there. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd said, um, bef- you know, the last episode that we did, that this was, you know, coming up. You know, were there going to be many people? You know, is it really t- i'm guessing they might have to do it um mm-hmm. for a tradition but um i don't know how well received it's going to be um now the pictures that you show me that there was more people than i heard were there um and then there was a few pictures of people saying you know it's not too long until it's going to um it's start and it's still relatively empty um which i think would have been really embarrassing <laughs> if it was you know nobody was there um, actually, I thought it would be a better opportunity for you to go and see the king and queen and everybody in Scotland. You'd probably got a front row seat and not have to camp out. Um, but there was a, a, I'd say, a decent sized contingent of not miking protesters. Um, not that I think some channels would have you believe like it was the majority of people. The, the vast majority of people were. Um, supporting the, the the royal family um but i did want to talk about this this not my king piece and for me I, I don't know enough about what they're trying to do so one of the signs was abolish the monarchy i'm always going to come back to one thing here um which is numbers now the scottish um well i guess the country of scotland had a, a referendum going back just before brexit um, which was, do they want to stay um, in the UK? And the majority of people did. Not not a huge majority, but the majority of people did. Uh, and one thing that they, they talked about was um, a lot of NHS jobs are up in Scotland, uh, a lot of oil and gas is up in Scotland. There's a lot of jobs that come from the you know central England that would just be taken back to, to other places in England, it had more jobs for England, but they'd, they'd take them from Scotland. Um, they'd have their own currency and, and, and so on. They'd probably try and draw the euro and what have you. Similar with Quebec in, in Canada as well. They, they've wanted to do the same thing. But it would be very hard for them to, to sustain in the same way that they have without it. So with the um, abolish monarchy and not my king, what, what, are they, what are they trying to get at? I mean, why do they care? Because I, I look at, num- like I said, numbers. And, I'll, you know, from, from my research, for every pound that is spent on the royal family, £20 comes back in return on the investment for the country, which is an, an insane percentage of, like, increase. So do you know anything about this? Like, you know, why, why are they putting not my king, but they didn't put not my queen? 
Um, no, I don't know specifics, but I mean, they were there at the previous, the, the London coronation as well. I think some of them got kind of pulled out because there were bigger threats. Um, but I mean, I think, I think it's why any, I mean, they're a public, they're public figures. So everyone, you know, with any public figure, not everyone's gonna believe in them, be happy with them. I'm sure with Charles, I think the queen like more holistically I guess you could say what I've heard is um she probably had more support and maybe yeah I mean she had more support and I think more people maybe respected her whatnot and I don't know if I'm I'm sure there there's some because we we know some people where they're they're not a fan of Charles because of his past actions that were years and years and years ago that he can't really do anything about um or maybe they don't like him because of the attitude sometimes the media kind of portrayed when he was younger, or, or and even the crown has portrayed. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's various reasons, um, and there might be just some people that don't like him to just not like him. Yeah, well, look, fair enough. Uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't prepare anything for this, uh, but maybe next time I'll, I will have um, something prepared. I, I guess, look, for me, I I, I, I listened to P- Piers Morgan talked a little bit about it and, and stuff, and this is free speech, right? So I'm all I'm all for it. And they, they weren't really doing anything um, aggressive or stupid. They just had the signs, which is, is you know, a lot better way to do it than, uh, I think it's like called Stop Oil, and they've been doing a lot of um, stupid stuff in the UK. Um, but I just, I just I'd, I'd love to know what the, their angle is. I'm not, I'm not a royalist. I appreciate how much work they do, and I appreciate how much money comes in, and I appreciate that they don't have any choice in this matter. And if they do... We've seen it's difficult for them on the other side of it. So, um, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. I just, I, I don't get the wrangle um, because not my king. It's like, well, you know how hereditary titles work. This hasn't been a surprise. It's been coming for the last 70 years. So, yeah, I, I think it was a bizarre, it's, it's a bizarre piece. If any of our listeners know more about it, um, Email us because I'd love or, or have a different perspective. Like I'm, like I said, all for free speech, all for protesting. But I just don't know what the angle is. I, I don't know what they want to achieve. Like, what what does it do? Um, and actually, you know, kind of comes onto a main topic. It's a nice segue because a lot of that is is tourism. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned uh, today, and what I'll do is I'll do the the trivia first, and then we'll go into some of the points. If that's all right with you, Dutchie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's see if I can get this working. It's Family Feuds. Alright. Okay. You don't look this excited for this. Well, I don't know what to expect. Okay, well, Family Feuds style. It's called Family Fortunes in the UK. Okay. Um, But basically... Um, there are six um, pieces or six answers um, that have been ranked the highest in mm-hmm. association or uh, what you could class as similarities between the royal, f- the British royal family and Disney and Disneyland. Like mm-hmm. similarities, influences, kind of back and forth. But really the, the similarities between uh, the two institutions um, and the six that you have to guess. Now, if, if I'm writing Family Feud rules, you get um, three... Like, eh, eh, right mm-hmm. to get all six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
what do you think uh, the top six similarities or associations that people think about when they think about the royal family in Disney? Like, what, what do they think that that's the same? Royal. What? No, <laughs> royal. No, no, go, go. Like princess, Disney princess. Right. So, so number one is prince and princesses. That is the same. Since mm-hmm. uh, uh, top one. Okay. What else you got? Castle. Yes, that's number two. Castles and palaces. Okay. These are obviously the easy ones. This is how it works on Family Feud. So you're doing well. <laughs> you're doing as expected. You've got three lives left. Um, four more to get. What are you thinking? Four. Yeah, I did. Is six. this just one question? The six, the six top things that people associate when they think about is this Disney. the only question or are there more oh, we're gonna go into depth oh, about okay. all of these things um a jewelry or, or crowns tiaras uh, uh, uh it's a good one i no. don't believe that. no no it's a good one but it's not on there um okay i'm gonna do a big x just at the bottom of my page so i know you got <laughs> one wrong <laughs> Prince Charming. Well, that, that's that's part of the first one that you got. But take it a little bit further. True love. Yeah, yeah. Ba- basically, true love. Uh, it, okay. I've got weddings here, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give you that one. So uh, I think when you think about weddings, if you think about uh, Kate, Megan, those two, kind of that, that fairy tale, like anybody can become a princess, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You thought, oh, you know, realistically, anybody could become a, a, a princess in, in knowing kind of modern day films and how Disney was, um, that anybody could become a princess, prin- princess. So you have Tangled, Rapunzel, very kind of similar, grandiose castle, king and queen, Cinderella, um, you know, obviously she was a cleaner, <laughs> um, and then Ariel. So mm-hmm. I think I think that is number. So yeah, so that's number three. You've got three left in two lives. Um, mm. Evil stepsisters. Oh, it's a good one. It is a good one. That really is a good one. Uh, that okay. So um, I, I'm not gonna give you a because uh, that there is. Th- there was enough around that where it kind of it came into a few car- um, areas, mm-hmm. but it's basically characters, mm-hmm. and and that is kind of one of them that you have. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. It's kind of it was kind of within the prince and princesses and the characters and stuff like that. So I won't. <laughs> you, eh, eh, but um, we've got th- uh, three more. Okay. Um, performances. Yeah. So actually, keep on going on that. You you're onto something here. Um, but think about more of um, the the physical pieces that go along with these institutions, or the more tangible. So like dancing, book, Buckingham ballroom. Palace. So Buckingham Palace and Disneyland, they are. Um, what, what would you if you went to see them? You might go on a ride, vacation. <laughs> so like you. The vacation destinations, right? Oh, so okay. you think like when people think about Disney, oh. it's a vacation, right? If they yeah. think about going to the Buckingham Palace, the Tower of London, it's mm-hmm. so people think that the similarities between the two, the, the good vacation mm-hmm. uh, destinations. Okay. Um, you've got two left. Um, you've got four. 
and six. Now, six one is, it's out there, but it makes sense. Four, um, again, think about the actual things that you'd see if you went on a vacation there. Horses? Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, but it, it, it's not It's not right. I'm going to... Animals? Um, they're, they're a part of it. They would definitely be a part of of a type of show or so like a banquet yeah yeah pr- pretty much so it's like traditions okay so you have the uh, fireworks mm-hmm. you have the the, the christmas ones mm-hmm. then with the royal of sheriff troop and the colors so that they often think that the, the similarity between the two so is the, the traditions okay um and the last one is, is really out there um Let's get it before you you fall asleep here because you're almost massive. Um. Think about um, what's something in every Disney movie that kind of usually is a um, an absolute staple within all Disney movies. What a villain! Yeah, yeah, you you're on the right. Well, fairy godmother. You're thinking. Close to it, but not that close. Oh, like a friend, like a their friend. Who's their friend? Like they're yeah. But it's, it's got to go back to the royals as well. Courtiers. Okay, I'm going to give you family. One. Yeah, closer on the family side. So think about what is a, a running thing that is in every Disney movie that is to do with family. Parents. Yes, keep on going. You're nearly there. <laughs> Jesus, it's painful. Painful to watch. Parents. Yeah, and what happens in Disney with the parents? They love them. Love. Oh, oh my gosh, you must be exhausted. <laughs> it's it's tragedy. Oh well, I thought you weren't going for like sadness. No, but this is this is this is actually just what um, the research shows. This isn't me. Okay. This is what the similarities are. So from Disney, the majority of the time, it's a single parent, right? And and the mom usually dies. And then when you think about the two princes and Diana, Uh. and it's tragedy. And also I think when you look at, um, we were watching Tiana earlier today. Her dad, uh, I I actually researched it once because it doesn't really kind of state where the dad goes, but it's, um, he dies in the war. Because um, there's a picture of him in his military stuff, right? Yeah. And when she's older, he's not there. So, so he dies in the war. Similarly, with Queen Elizabeth, she lost her dad at a, a relatively young age. wasn't expecting him to go. Right? Yeah, he lo- didn't die at war, but he didn't die at war. Yes. No, but but you know, pr- throughout that, mm-hmm. the, there's this tragedy within the the royal families uh, mm-hmm. and Disney and, and so on. So, so that's the the, the last one, um, okay. which is actually. So we got six Essex. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, so so let's talk a little bit more uh, as we kind of we finish it off here about some of the you know these are kind of the main six that the the public thought was, but there are a lot of similarities. Um, one is is merchandise. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of merchandise. Like you know, we. Can I ask a question? Sure. Who, who brings in more money, the royal family or Disney? Um, Disney, mm. but. Th- you know, you're talking Disney is truly global uh, mm-hmm. and also has different, a lot more revenue streams, mm-hmm. especially now, than mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think at one point it'd been a lot closer. Mm-hmm. But but well, no. Maybe the royal family should come out with a park and a, and a streaming service. Everyone's <laughs> doing a streaming service. I think the streaming service would probably actually be pretty good. Yeah. I'd spend five dollars a month, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's not. It's not a bad idea. It's well, not a bad we idea. Should, streaming we should service. write them a letter. Yeah, we'll run it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fix her up with Sophie. Ooh, that would be good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this. This I think you could definitely do a royal channel. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have the royals in it all the time. You'd, yeah, that's you'd just, true. You'd have like the 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 dresses and the could have the charities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showcase those. Okay. And typically, it's a lot of it's BBC that does the stuff. But yeah, I think that's that's a great idea. It's mm-hmm. a great idea, especially as uh, palaces get more dilapidated. Um, so merchandise is a big one. Um, we talked about um, vacations, but. No, they're, they're both our institutions and they have the fandom. And I think one thing that when you think about both Disney and Royals um, is a fascination. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's why the the Disney princess movies um, do so well because it's it kind of brings hope mm-hmm. that, you know, that there's a, the chance that you can have a better life and, and so on. And, th- and that seems to be the core of all of it. I think with the royal family, actually... Um, if you would give me the choice and say, would you be a, a prince or part of the royal family? I'd, I'd say absolutely not. Mm. You know, I, I don't think it's a, a, a good life. Um, but then I think things like artwork, uh, excessiveness, um, it, it's all it's all there. Um, and I think the the one thing which I thought was a, an interesting point um, that that I've come up with uh, <laughs> is. We talked about uh, you know abolishing the monarchy uh, a second ago. I think for Disney, the fact that the the British royal family is still so prominent in relation to the rest of the royal families, if you didn't have that royal family, you wouldn't really have any um, fam- royal families that are in the the public eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so princesses. And castles and fairy tales like that truly would be complete fantasy, like you know, elves and trolls of Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. They, they were always pure fantasy, but people believed in them. With fairy tales and princes and castles, they're tangible. You know, you can see, it, you can touch them, um, and I think that's good for Disney mm-hmm. because as long as you've got a working royal family, those those stories are always going to have some element of truth to them, being rather than completely. Uh, being out of the blue uh, mm-hmm. and fictional, so I think I think that's a really good thing. Like Disney probably wants the royal family to do well, and in fact, in 2011 at Euro Disney, um, they did an event uh, in commemoration of Kate and Will's wedding. Mm-hmm. So th- there's definitely, I think, that's one of the biggest connections um, that I, I, I saw, um, and also th- this is something that I, I definitely, I think it was when I was doing my research, it was a a bit of a what's the word? I thought they were reaching, but Windsor Castle they suggest. Oh, sorry, with Disneyland's castle, mm-hmm. is it Cinderella or is it Sleeping Beauty one? What? Uh, which one? Disneyland or Disney Disneyland. World? Disneyland. I think it's it's Sleeping Beauty. They say that that is uh, loosely based off Windsor, mm-hmm. and you can see from the the base, the foundation of it, it could be. Mm-hmm. But I actually would say um, there are other European castles um, 
that are, are a lot more like that. Mm-hmm. So I think only the base is similar to Windsor because you have the spiral turrets. So I'm going to show the Duchess. But, I mean, it's evolved over time. They've redone this castle many times. Sure. So what's the OG when um. it was first built, right? So so I'm just showing you. that That's a picture of Windsor, right? Mm-hmm. So Windsor, I'm sure a lot of the listeners will know what it looks like. Um, but the, the you know the, truly the base of it looks similar. Um, if you are by a computer, these are a couple of other suggestions where I think it gets its inspiration. Uh, inspiration. Um, Chateau de Chambord, uh, which is this one in France. Mm-hmm. I think that one's a little closer to it. It's I mean, so that's the original. It okay. looks more like Windsor. It looks more like Windsor. You're right. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's. I mean, they've they've had to maintain it and. and and Not you know changes change over time but yeah that looks a lot like Windsor the original one and then the second one which I think has drawn inspiration is Chateau de Ousset. Mm-hmm. but um, the one that I think is truly um, and again if you're by your laptop or Mac search for this one and you know kudos if if you can spell this right kudos if I can say this right Neuschwanstein in the Bavarian Alps of the city near Fussen. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Bam! <laughs> wow. Yeah. You can see that. So the other thing about this... Um, is is this the... Is that what you were talking about? Yes. That's it. That's it. Um, or it, it's very similar to it. Uh, yeah, New, New Svanstein. So the, the other piece about this is um, Brothers Grimm... And also um, Hans, um, Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel, and Christian Andersen, um, all those kind of stories. Especially with the Brothers Grimm, they were set in the Black Forest. Well, didn't he also base Disneyland off Tivoli Gardens? Tivoli, I've been there, theme park. Well, maybe you I never know. Been? Yeah, I believe maybe some of the rides, but um, Tivoli Gardens. It's in Copenhagen. Tivoli, Tivoli. Um, but yeah, they said he got a lot of inspiration from here as well. Obviously, I don't think the castle, but yeah, just, just other the, things. How they structure the park and different areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, so I think, look, to, to kind of wrap this up, um, I, I think there is a lot of similarities, um, influence. Mm-hmm. I, I'd definitely say from the royal family to Disney. And also, you've got to think about the, the height and the popularity of Disney. Um, I want to say Snow White came out in 37, 1937 or something like that. Mm. Sleeping Beauty was 1959. 1937. Yeah, okay. And then Sleeping Beauty was 1959, I think. 1959. Okay, two for two. This is good. So if you think about these eras of time. Tell me when. Who's next? Um, I mean, th- there's, there's films in between the two of them, but I'm just saying in terms of like the you know, fairy tales Yes. Cinderella. Yeah, when did Cinderella come I'm out? I'm going to say 64. Um, 1950. Ha. Oh, wow. Wrong way. So, okay, so that one's sat in between, right? So you've got to think, in, in during these times, what was going on in the royal family? Um, obviously, you had um, World War II brewing mm-hmm. going on, kind of where Snow White was. And then um, the Queen was coronated in, what, 53? Always quizzing me when I'm not expecting it. 
when her coronation was? Yeah. It was 1950. Oh, yes, 1953. So uh, She ascended 1952. So if you're looking at the, the timeline of these Disney movies and, and pieces like that, the royal family was at the real height in terms of mm-hmm. having legitimate power and influence within politics. But also you had still the, the coronations, the weddings and everything like this. So I think that's where the, the, the Disney princess stories were really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming back to it, it could be tangible. But the, the, the rest of the Disney influence, I, I, I do think, comes from... Um, your, a lot of it was European law with Brothers Grimm, right? Yes. Okay. All right. The Duchess is running out of steam. Um, we'll call it there for the night. Uh, I think with the next episodes, that we'll probably do is a polo one and do a bit about the history of polo and it's. Uh, I feel like we always say what we're going to do the following week, and then we do something totally different. And we might do that. So we'll see. We'll <laughs> so see. It's not a promise. But um, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to give us five stars and leave us a review. Um, And also feel free to follow us on Instagram and now threads and TikTok. Um, And we really appreciate you listening. Yeah, check out the website. Oh, yeah. www.dutchandbaron.com. Yep. We'll see you next week.